Hi, we're all Antonio and, and his imaginary, imaginary friends. friends, and you're listening to Jollyville Radio, KJVR. for tuning in. You're watching Jollyville Radio, and I'm KJVR Chief Meteorologist Kimberly Sprout. This program was made possible by contributions to your KJVR station from viewers like you. Today's episode includes a lot of names and faces you may recognize. Stig Brujas narrates an episode of Foodscape Masters. Uncle Asar talks again with Chance and Wayne in Iowa City about Galaga and running a retro arcade. I'm excited to introduce a new segment here at KJVR, Little Appalachian Soup Boy. Why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself and explain the reasoning behind the name? Thank you, Kimberly. Uh, I'm called Little Appalachian Soup Boy because I'm from Appalachia. I review soup, and I'm a boy who shortens stature. So what do you have for us today? Today, I'm reviewing the roasted tomato basil from Shaky Girl Coffee. While I find the use of Roma tomatoes over the traditional plum to be an exhilarating choice, I am disappointed in how the chef clearly made an easy yet lazy decision to sub in standard table instead of a coarse rock salt. Most tomato basils are best served at 180 degrees. This serving comes in at a tepid 145. Overall, considering the location, I would have patrons enjoy this dish with Shaky Girl's homemade ciabatta bread. Thank you, Little Appalachian Soup Boy, for that interesting review. My pleasure. Full-bodied, guilt-free, silky smooth, announcing the all-new line of luxury diet shampoo by the designer Robert Cheerful. Tired of setting up for garage sales? Attic blocked by all those family treasures? Thrift store closes up when they see you coming? Then visit the Jollyville Auction House to drop off all your extra stuff. We'll take care of everything to set it up for auction. If it doesn't sell, you don't pay a cent. For a small fee, we'll even come by and pick up all your stuff right from your home. Call today for more details. Jollyville Auction House, 1-888-123-SOLD. That's 1-888-123-7653. Jollyville Auction House, you won't regret it. Until your grandma comes for a visit. Hi, this is Abby Branker, and I'm here with Alan Kudan. Hello. And we're from the Lunatics Radio Hour podcast. You're listening to Jollyville Radio. Right here on KJVR. Knives, blowtorches, buttercream. We built North America's largest food sculpture studio where 10 exceptional artists push themselves to creative extremes. And with great risk comes great reward. Because if they can survive our fiery competition, they win a life-changing prize package that includes a residency in the Corn Museum of Food Sculpture in upstate New York. I'm Stig Brujas, and this is Foodscape Masters on KJVR. Let's meet our three remaining contestants. First up... Howard McNeil. I'm Howard McNeil. Winning this competition would really mean a lot to me and my foodscaping career. 
Contestant number seven. Hi, my name is Taylor Draper, and I really wish you'd stop calling me contestant number seven. And finally, Jensen Mutton. Come on, baby. Skip! And now, let's meet our judges. Our resident evaluator has been with us for the whole competition to watch how the artists grow and rise to the challenges. She has had a successful competitive food career, including a blue ribbon from the Jollyville Competitive Casserole Cook-Off Extravaganza. Please welcome Kitty Westlake. Well, thank you, Foodscapers. We're down to the final three. This is when the competition gets serious. And now for our guest evaluators this episode. Together, they co-host the Foodatix Radio Hour, a podcast exploring the history of foodscape artwork. Please welcome Orby Bonkers and Erwin Kablam. Hello, my name is Orby Bonkers, and I'm joined by Erwin Kablam. Hello. We'll be looking for originality, pizzazz, and artistic integrity. Yeah, we really want to see artwork that, that surprises us with originality. Right, that's what I said. I was helping. Do you want to tell them the theme? I never know the theme. <laughs> okay, well, artists, today your challenge is to create a lasagna sculpture that represents personal challenges you faced as an artist. And your secret ingredient is spam! Yes, your secret ingredient is spam. On your mark, get set, go! Things are heating up as our foodscape masters take to the kitchen. Where is all the ricotta? I call the 12-inch baking pan. Oh, they got us the good spam. Who moved my oven mitts? Hot plate coming through. I sure hope Mama and Daddy are watching tonight. So as judges, what kind of things will you be looking for? Well, so far, Howard has impressed us with his technical skill. He is a gardener and has developed a good eye for aesthetics. But he's been playing it safe so far. I really want to see him come out of his comfort zone and deliver a piece that shows risk and vulnerability. Jensen is known to be an artistic wild card really pushing the boundaries of foodscape artistry. His pieces tend to elicit strong reactions, but often are fairly rough around the edges. I would like to see him prove to us that he really deserves to go on to the final round. And what about our third contestant? Oh yeah, contestant number seven. Why are they called that? Well, there were ten artists to begin with. And they were just the seventh one alphabetically. But I forgot what their name is. Do you remember? I think it was Emily or Brian or something. I'm not sure. Let's get back to the action. Fifteen minutes remaining. I don't think I got my noodles done good enough. Are you done with the Parmesan yet? Time to get my sculpture under the food warmers. Ugh. I wish I had two more minutes. Has anyone seen my torch? Time's up. Everyone put your spatulas down and bring your entries to the food warmers. Yeah, I'm feeling real confident. I think the judges are really going to like it. I really hope that the judges will see my intention behind this piece. Well, I've made it this far. 
Let's see what happens. Contestants, please make your way to the table to present your pieces. My name is Taylor Draper, though I guess they're calling me contestant number seven. My lasagna sculpture is called In Ricotta De Vida, and it's all about my life in relation to food. The layer of Spam represents my personality, and the surrounding layer of noodles and marinara represent my passion for the craft. Howard McNeil, mine is called Through the Oven. As you can see, I have used fermented noodles, black garlic, and squid ink on the left half of my lasagna, and the Spam makes a pink floral centerpiece on the right. I hope you can see how this represents both the light and the darkness that is inside of me, and how life is an oven that makes it all come together. Hey y'all, I'm Jensen Mutton, and I have used my block of Spam to carve a portrait of Kitty Westlake. It's called My Lady of Lasagna. <laughs> my heaven! All right, baby, ski! The judges will now deliberate. I really like the detail on the portrait. Yeah, but he didn't stick to the brief. The ingredients that Howard used were really interesting. Did he say squid ink? Gross. This is a really close call. Well, have you made your final decision? I think we have. We were inspired by the creativity that all of you showed. It was so scary to make this decision. We almost got in a scuffle. The artist who wins today's challenge and will make it to the final round is Jensen Mudden. Unfortunately, one of you will be going home. Alas, Howard, it's time to say your final goodbyes. Oh, well, bring it in for a hug, everyone. Oh, contestant number seven. I don't think we even talked about them. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, this keeps happening. Well, kissing up to the judges never did me wrong. I can't wait to win those finals. At first, I was really annoyed that they kept overlooking me, but it looks like it got me into the final. Tune in next week for the conclusion of Foodscape Masters here on Jollyville Radio, KJVR. Jollyville, put your hands together for the winner of Bingo for the week of May 26, 2021. Abby Branker in Brooklyn, New York, co-host of the Lunatics Radio Hour podcast and fellow member of the Pizza Rice Podcasting Collective. Abby unknowingly sent her bingo card in on the same week that we did a parody of her podcast. We hope you enjoy the tribute, Abby, and thank you for being a friend. To hear your name on Jollyville Radio, you can play along at any time with episode 208, The Bingo Episode. Go to jollyvilleproductions.com backslash bingo to request or download your free bingo card. That's jollyvilleproductions.com backslash bingo. 
Drop by Jollyville Auction House this Saturday at 2 p.m. for the weekly auction. Leftover after the big winter storm, we've got tire chains, balaclavas, wool scarves, toboggans, cross-country skis, stout car ice scrapers, snow shovels, gas line antifreeze, lock ice or hockey skates, downfield mittens, and snow blowers. One really special item is a powerful UV lamp that clamps to your shovel handle so you don't accidentally collect any yellow snow for your emergency water supply. These are once-in-a-lifetime finds in Jollyville. Get them now so you can be the envy of your street when the next big one hits. Jollyville Radio sends a shout out to Mingo, Iowa, population 301. How y'all doing? This is Kevin Shannon from Lost Quarter Arcade in Iowa City, Iowa, and you're listening to Jollyville Radio on KJVR. Going live on air with the high score. This is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Lassar turning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. A couple of weeks ago from the Purple Street Studio at Jollyville Radio, I'm just rhyming, I'm a rhyming machine, huh? <laughs> we talked with two of the coolest cats in Iowa City, Iowa, Chance Kirchhoff and Wayne Hoover, co-owners of Critical Hit Games at 115 South Lynn Street. Well, guess what? They're back. This time they're here to talk about the other part of their business, the Lost Quarter Arcade. Chance and Wayne, and I see you brought a, a friend with you. Welcome back to Community B. Thanks for having us. Welcome. And we brought Kevin. He's our, he's our player three. Kevin Shannon, our main arcade partner. Hi. Yeah, Kevin's a wizard with the machines. It's incredible. The main arcade partner. Yeah, none of us possible without him, man. All right. So before we get uh, into the Lost uh, Quarter Arcade, give us a brief update on Critical Hit Games since the last time we talked. You know, things are opening up all over the country. Are folks in the gaming community responding? Are they, you know, coming out more or did they just never stop coming? So we, uh, we obviously shut down in-store play uh, March 20th of uh, 2020, pretty early. And tonight actually is the very first time we have players back in the shop. We have a small group of our longtime miniature gamers here tonight. Uh, this is the first of a, of a multi-month rollout we've got planned. Uh, different groups are coming different weeks, masks, proof of vaccine, spacing, all that stuff to make sure we can best ensure the health of our community. Okay, so last weekend, actually, we sent one of our guys, well, we didn't send him, he was, he was coming. <laughs> uh, one of the ensemble cast members from Jollyville Radio, Bob Dawn. Uh, what's the report on him? him? Did he uh, behave himself? You know, what's going on there? He represented Jollyville very, very well. Uh, he came in, listened to all the, uh, the the old stories about the arcade classics. We played some Galaga. He very kindly let me win. Yeah, great, great visit from Bob. Really enjoyed having him. Okay, so, yeah, you mentioned Galaga because at the, la- the, the end of the last uh, interview, you guys took us on a virtual tour of the arcade, the Lost Quarter Arcade, and I was like an overgrown kid when I saw Galaga, you know, the game console. So uh, that's what I'm really in, but go ahead and tell everyone else about the arcade and the, the different video games you have there. Uh, well, uh, I was kind of looking for a place to start an arcade or have some arcade games somewhere. And I tried, um, I got together with a, a few friends of mine and we made a, a proposal to one place and they, I'm not sure what happened with that. But anyway, um, so a friend of mine owns a little store and a bike shop. And there's a, a guy that actually works here at Critical Hit or works here off and on at Critical Hit. It says, hey, my friend Chance actually wants to do the same thing you're doing. 
and Chance and Wayne and um, go talk to him. And I was really nervous about it. And then somehow I ended up coming in here and uh, talking to him. And we had a couple games I brought in. Uh, I think there was some nervous moments there on both sides on how this is going to work out. And then it kind of evolved into, I don't know, how many do we have here now between all of us? Uh, we have currently 17 working cabinets. 17 working games right now is what Chance just said. And then um, there's, I don't know how many beyond that, there's a whole bunch of projects in the works, various stages of disrepair or restoration. Okay, so the, the name, uh, the Lost Quarter Arcade, I mean, I mean, I think that's really cool because everybody can identify with a Lost Quarter, well, Maybe not the, the younger generation. I don't know if they use cash or coins anyway. But, but you know, back in the day, if you put a quarter in a game machine or a, a soda machine or a pay phone, that's something else they don't know about, you may lose your last quarter. Who came up with the game? Who came up with the name? I think we all kind of arrived at it. You know, we, we had a list of names and we all uh, kind of came to a consensus. We put it up to a vote with uh, gamers in our store and that one came out on top. And I think for me personally, the thing I like about it is it's like a double meaning. You know, you've got the last quarter, that old, you know, routine of putting the quarter up on the game, which marked your, your you were next. And then it's also like a, a lost quarter in time. You know, it's a lost place that where you can kind of revisit your youth or, or revisit what some of your parents use if you're younger than us, which everyone is now. <laughs> so, you know, we, it's a way back machine. What did we call ourselves last time? Time travelers? Was that the term? Yeah, time travelers. That's right. Dedicated to preserving the past. Yeah, for the entertainment of the future. Okay, now there's one video game uh, I, I was wondering, did you have? You have Galaga. That's my, my love, my first and last love. But there was another boxing game or fight. I think it was boxing. And the, 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 the key phrase from that that everybody remembers is body blow, body blow. Do you have that game or you know what I'm talking about? Is that is that punch out? I think so. Okay, so if I ever get to Iowa City, I'm going to play Galaga and look for the, what is it, Punch-Out, you said? Punch-Out, punch yeah. Out. And yeah. I think last time they said uh, the price was going up from, nobody likes to talk about money, but, you know, nothing's for free. The price is going up from $7 to $10 to, pay, to play video games, and how long do you get? You get an hour. An hour, free play. Play as much as you like. You get an hour for seven bucks, for ten bucks. You and Michael play for free at Lost Quarter Arcade. Oh, yes! Jollyville Pass. <laughs> Jollyville Pass. <laughs> well, talk a little more about why you switched to, you know, just, um, I guess, booking an hour. And also, last time you talked about how you don't have to pay anything when you come in the store. You know, what's the philosophy behind that? We first loved the quarters because that's that's the vintage experience. That is the full retro experience. You get your you get your your dollar at the counter. You get your quarters. Remember the arcade attendants used to have those little like waist like a bat bat belt. You know they have little the coin machines. They pop you out the quarters, and we really wanted that. I mean, all our games have working coin doors for that reason. But when the pandemic hit, you can't just have people walking in, you know, willy nilly and you know playing an arcade game for you know three or four minutes. They were all you know for a long time. It was you can't touch money because it's got COVID and. You can't have people next to each other. And we just didn't know what was going on. So we shut it down. And when it came back, we just put them all to free play because that way you could just come in and pay your fee. And then all the games were free. We know a lot of retro arcades around the country do that all the time now, whether it's a barcade or a full retro arcade, 
And we're not sure we're going to stick with it, but it has definitely worked a lot better for us now. Groups can call ahead. We can clean the arcade. We can get them all set up for them. And they can come in, pay for their time, play their hour, and have a great time. So that's what we were thinking. Okay. So you also told us about a, a, a relationship you have with the comic book store. And again, we, we won't say the name until they get ready. <laughs> How's that relationship going and the communities coming together, the comic book, comic book community and the games community? I mean, you know, with the uh, loosening of the restrictions and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been going great. I mean, we get people down here all the time that are carrying their bag of comics. They've just been upstairs at the comic shop and the comic shop says, well, we don't have, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever, you know, go down to critical hit. And several of them have been regulars and they're like, this is terrific. The two shops are together. I'll hit them both at once. And we're getting a lot of new people that have come down that have asked for something at the comic shop. And they say, well, we don't have it. But right downstairs, Iowa City is critical hit games. And so they discover us for the first time. So it's, it's just been absolutely terrific. Um, he's got some shelves he wants to sell. We get first crack at those. You know, he, we just, everything that happens for one of the shops, the other shop gets first crack. It's been great. So great for the community. One-stop shopping for all your pop culture needs. I think especially during the pandemic now, so many uh, local game stores and comic book stores went under. You know, it's a small world. We really all have to stick together and, and try to help each other out. You know, that's a beautiful thing. That's what we like to hear here on uh, Community Beat is that, you know, uh, people with, in, with like minds or like interests are sticking together to help develop, uh, you know, that art or that pastime or whatever. Uh, where can we find Critical Hit Games and the Lost Quarter Arcade on the Internet? CriticalHitGames.net. LostQuarterArcade.com. There you go. There's not much more, but, but we have one. Chance, Wayne, and Kevin, we appreciate you guys coming on Community Beat again and Kevin's first time. Uh, and we wish you the best of the best, guys. Thanks so much for having us. Yes, it's been great. This has been Jolly Bill Community Beat with Uncle Lassar and Dig This. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Game over. team behind these episodes of Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asara Cablon, Emily Ansnick, that's me, Michael Crosa, Michelle Darcy, Jamie Davis, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Pilar Kep, Robert Leary, Thomas Schlitt, Michael Stanley, Matt Waite, KY's Denty, Elijah York. Special thanks to Bob Dawn of the Bob Short Story Hour and Hidden Oaks Podcast, John C. Cook, host of the podcast Fado, Abby Brinker and Alan Kadan, hosts of the Lunatics Radio Hour Podcast, Antonio Delgado of the band O Antonio and his imaginary friends. Lead editing by Dr. Monse Santian, with social media help by Emily Antonin. Direction and music by Michael Crosa. The recording was made in accordance with social distancing. Jollyville Radio is a product of Jollyville Brass Quintet, member of Austin Creative Alliance. We are based in Austin, Texas. If you enjoy Jollyville Radio, consider supporting us on Patreon. For a small monthly pledge, you'll have a big impact on the show. Please, plus, <laughs> please give us your money. <laughs> plus, depending on your pledge, you can get bonuses like access to the script archives, letters from characters, and even a chance to hear your own voice on the show. Just go to patreon.com and search for Jolly Real Radio. The credits were read by the writers of episodes 218 through 221. They are Uncle Asarl Kebulon, Emily Antonik, Michael Krosa, Brian Green, Pilar Kep, and KY's Denti. 
We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.